Welcome new BFFs and returning BFFs to the That's What Friends Do podcast. I'm your BFF Takara. And I'm your BFF Nina. And today we are going to be airing out our dirty laundry, spilling some of the tea on all of the bad boyfriends that we've been through together. Now, we're not really going to talk about the ones we've been through separately unless they happen to sort of come up. But who really thinks about them like that? Mm-mm. Yeah, we don't really think about them. No. So I think this is going to be a fun um, episode. And, yes. you know, stay tuned and listen to the whole episode. You never know what you might find out. Oh boy, airing the dirty laundry. Mm. Okay, let's get into it. Okay, so um, again, BFS, we are so grateful for you guys to be with us today. And as a reminder, if you haven't listened to the first six episodes, you got to go back and put them on play. Just let them run. All right, so our first point of today, we're talking about when you let your potential boyfriend or boyfriend meet your friends. And possibly your family. So there's this article, right, T? Um, Market Watch, we love these people. Um, so there's this article, and they talk about um, introducing your significant other to your family and friends and things of that nature. And the first thing they say is don't introduce anyone to your parents unless it's a serious, committed relationship. And this comes from a therapist and relationship expert, expert Rachel Sussman. All right. And usually that's after at least four or five months. Now that's, that's, that's kind of long. Four or five months. I don't know if right now people last that long with me. I think I get about three days and I'm like, mm. Nah, this ain't gonna work. <laughs> well, I think when you get older in the relationship, you look at things a lot differently. And this doesn't just have to be for, you know, people introducing boyfriends. It's for those girlfriends, too. You know, you just... Either, either way. And so, you know... I think for me, once I got older, I started looking at things a lot differently when it came to those, um, you know, relationships that I was in and who the other person was that I was dealing with. And for me, I think that four or five months is really early to be meeting my parents. I don't know that it would be serious enough at that point in time. Like, what do you think, Nancy? You know, parents, right? Because of the people that I've, I've, you know, dealt with or had like some type of um, relationship with, I can count on one hand, and I won't use all the fingers on how many have met, actually met my parents. One by default because he lived in the town. I mean, it's kind of hard not to meet parents or know who they are <laughs> but uh the others you know yeah it was yeah I I think I agree on that one um now with friends however it's a little bit different because the article also says that um <clears throat> when you are uh going through this you should not meet the family first it said that you should meet the friends first and I was like hmm meet the friends first and that actually makes sense because your friends I think are um, more likely to just be brutally honest right and they're also more likely probably to be forgiving 
or to let go of certain things. I think with family, it's a little harder for my sisters and my brother and my mom and dad to be as forgiving of things in a, in a relationship that if they go sour, right? And I don't, and you just don't want them dealing with that. You don't want them continually seeing like the whole issues or, or whatever may happen. So this article basically says, you know, it's never easy when you're breaking the ice introducing like a love interest to friends and family but you should definitely meet the friends first and I think I agree with that I totally agree with that I think um for me I think friends are able to grasp and have a good handle on who you are as a person and they know you kind of in a different way than your family knows you even though your family knows you as the person that you are but I think sometimes people can be a little bit different with friends and I think that um definitely meeting your friends first is something really good because I think they can assess that person and their personality and assess you and your personality and know how you are when you're fun and probably when you're serious and different sides of you and your friend can tell you like hey you know I don't think this is really gonna work out for these reasons or um B I don't you know I do think this is gonna work out for these reasons and I also think that we tend to listen to our friends a little bit more than we tend to listen to our family because sometimes you might think your family is just being hard on you and don't want you to per se be with this particular person but you're missing things that you should see and you're like oh you just don't like this person because of this which it's not that they're just really trying to help you so I think meeting the friends is a good start and that's that is definitely true I think um, my siblings are harsher I feel like they would be harsher and and I feel like also if I don't think I can or I want you to meet my friends that's a telltale sign for me like it's like mm, yeah no I'm not gonna introduce you to this person like I have a standard like if I don't feel like I can I want you to meet or I feel like you're not gonna vibe well with my friends then I, I just I just look at it and like mm, I don't know about us and I know some people would say oh that's crazy but I'm like I don't know my friends are like the, the family I choose so it's kind of like I value what they would think and I value who they are in my life. So I need whoever it is I'm dating to be okay with my friends because I've chosen these people and the people that I've chosen are good people. They're great people. They're awesome people. And you guys have met some of these people. So it's like, I want you as the potential significant other to vibe well with those friends. So I'm going to flip that a little bit and say that when they say meet the friends first, if I don't think I want you to meet my friends, that might be a sign that maybe this isn't going to work out well for us. I don't know. What do you think? I agree with that. And I'll tell you something else. I think the friends that we choose and the friends that we pick are a lot of times we might be very different, but I think we're sort of alike. And if that person can't mesh with me, well, if they can't mesh with my friends, it's likely down the road that they're not going to be able to mesh well with me either. And my friends might be able to see that and I can't see it because, you know, I'm looking at something else that they aren't looking at. And so I think the people that we choose and that we pick complement us in different ways. And if we can use that 
and as friends they use that to gauge and you know let the friend know about why they don't like the person it could be saving your friend a lot of heartache in the end oh yes because there have been times where it's like and you guys heard uh crystal if you go back to that episode you heard her say you know like she the advice she would give she'll say now friend you know you're gonna do what you want to do and you know bff to car she would say all right you grown <laughs> you know but this is what i would do and there have been times where i have listened but not completely followed and then when i hindsight and i always say hindsight's not 2020 really it's just a different perspective it's more so like mm, i probably should have listened to takara or i probably should have listened fully to like crystal i don't know what i was thinking you know like you said we have those blinders on because we're like somewhat infatuated or just happy or you know in bliss because there is someone else there and i'm just like okay let me listen to my friends a little bit more let me because they're gonna look beyond what i see you know and, and it's not that they're in every little bit of what's happening between me and this person it's just that they're gonna look beyond that they're gonna observe the bigger picture i'm seeing him this person through um love eyes you know like the eyes of love covers all <laughs> like you know you know that that oh but the whole like justifying eyes the well he does this but or he does that but you know I'm, you're trying to make it work kind of eyes and as I've gotten older yeah that has that has gone down to a minimum that whole trying to make it work mm-mm. you know what I, I'll tell you one thing I sent a picture of a guy to my sister's because I was like, hey, what you guys think about this person? He's doing da-da-da-da-da, he's this, he's that, you know, blah, blah, blah. And not really, in the same day, he said something that was way off. I don't even remember what he said. I think I deleted the conversation, blocked him, all kinds of things. But he said something way off, way off for me. And I just texted back to them and said, never mind. I said, don't even give me an opinion. I don't need it. It's, it's not even going to work. So I get it. Like, you... As I've gotten older, I've gotten to that point. But before, I needed Takara. I needed Crystal. I needed my other friends like Desiree and, and David and John to, to help me make sure I'm not blinded to big red flags. I totally agree with that. And um, just to kind of, you know, say some things, you know, kind of what you said to kind of bring some things together. At the end of the day, more than likely if something were to happen in the relationship that you were blinded in or you weren't paying attention to the friends are normally going to be the ones that are going to have to be there to help pick up the pieces if things don't work out or if you know something happens and they're like they could see it coming sometimes and there was really nothing they could do about it but you know sometimes you have to live and you have to learn and you have to allow people to have the experiences the experiences that they're going to have because that's what is able to shape them as they continue to grow and that is I think what helped me figure out what I was going to be able to put up with what I wasn't going to put up with and what I knew were red flags from the beginning and I shouldn't be dealing with at all when I look at certain things so I you know I think it's really important to allow your friends in to those situations and you know take take heed and take thought into what it is that they're saying because they're saying it for a reason and it's not to hurt you 
Oh, oh, that's true. Cause it's definitely not to hurt you. So part of the article also says once you have determined if your boyfriend or girlfriend seems to be a keeper, you want to see how they'll behave in a group setting. And I kind of want to like make a little change to that because sometimes I may determine that, oh, they're a keeper. And then I'm not looking for, you know, anyone's validation on that. And then my friends will come and say, mm, I don't think that's it. And I'm like, but I've determined that they're a keeper. <laughs> and, I'm, and you're like, no, I don't think he's a keeper. And I'm like, but I determined that he's a keeper. So for me, the big question becomes like, they're say waiting about four or five months. Sometimes it may need to be a little bit earlier. I don't know. Maybe I need to bring you in. Oh, well, maybe it's not a four or five month thing. Maybe it's more about when I feel like I think I have, a a real connection with this person that I can see myself with this person for the rest of my life. And before I fall too deep into, you know, in my head, because, you know, as females, sometimes we go all the way to the wedding. (laughs) Can I see me walking him down the aisle? Like, you know, we, we may do that sometimes, right? But before I do that, maybe I need help in determining that part. Because again, like you said, friends are not going to say it to hurt you. They're going to say it for your to keep your best interest in mind because they want you to be happy. They want you to have your forever love, right? You know, they want those things for you. And I just, I just value you guys' opinion. Like BFFs, listen, I value my BFFs' opinions so much because I know they care about me. And if you have true best friends, true BFFs, they care about you. They're going to tell you the truth in love. We talked about that before in love, not there's a way to say it. Right. And like David uh, in the last, in one of the other episodes, you got to go back and listen to it. If you haven't, um, he mentioned, he said the young boy and he was like, Hey, you know, mm, he's, I don't think that's it. Either. That's what he, it, it was just the way he said it. He said it calmly. He didn't say it to try to hurt my feelings. He, he only looked at the situation. He looked at what was happening and he said his, his opinion in a way that I could take it and take heed to it. Now, I probably should have taken heed to it a little bit sooner than I did because I might have been able to avoid some things, but I did ultimately take heed to the opinion that he had and he was right. He was absolutely right. So yes, so BFFs out there, listen, um, I don't know. How quick do you think you would introduce someone that you're considering as a significant other? Like, that's a question you guys, you know, you should ask your friends, like, is it immediate? Wait a while. According, according to the article, four to five months is, you know, a lot can happen in four to five months, you know? It, I guess it depends on how fast things are going between you and that person. I mean, there's a lot of variables here. What do you think, T? I agree. And I just wanted to point out a couple of things. I think that a lot of times in relationships, the first six months seem to be more of the honeymoon period when everybody's on their best behavior. And so you want to go ahead and you like oh this person is so great and then month seven comes and you're like who is this person like last month this person was doing this and this person was doing that and now they're doing this and that and I don't like it and I don't know what made them start doing this so right 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 (laughs) (laughs) so I do think there is a honeymoon period and I also think too that we as people 
and it's probably not everybody probably just some people need to learn how to be okay with being alone if that person isn't the right person for you and if they're not the right person then you know don't waste your time it's okay there is somebody out there for you that will be everything you need them to be but it's not that person stop trying to make people that do not fit into what it is that you need be the person you want them to be because at the end of the day however that person is is how they're going to be you are not going to be able to mold them you are not going to be able to mature them and that is the person that they are so you either take that person or you leave that person because you're not going to be able to change them oh absolutely there are two statements here Medea's uh or Tyler Perry's play I can do bad all by myself that that's what came to mind as soon as you said you know trying to make someone and mold someone into who you want them to be nah baby I can do bad all by myself I don't need anybody's help and the other one is I think it was Maya Angelou who said um when people tell you who they are or show you who they are believe them so I'm gonna believe who you say you are and I think DMX said something that that way too he was like you know when someone says this trust that they're going to be this if they're a liar trust that they're going to lie <laughs> if they're a cheater trust that they're going to cheat and I'm just like mm, that is something good to know because again um you you can't change anyone you you can't and so I think in introducing your significant other or someone you consider to be your significant other to your friends, it allows your friends to really kind of help you see past that glazed over honeymoon <laughs> look and look at the nitty gritty and get to those red flags and maybe get to the green flags too, because Hey, it could be all up. It could be good. It's not saying that it's going to be bad, but it, it could be good. I'm, I'm, I'm excited about this topic. Listen, because whew, we talked about the introduction, but we got to, we're going to get to the nitty gritty <laughs> on oh, when we introduce. Oh, T, you ready for that? Yeah. I don't know, girl. Because <laughs> <laughs> boy, do we have some stories together and separate, but we're only going to yes. really talk about the, the, the ones we've had together. Mm-hmm. But before we do that, T is going to take us into our first break of course you guys know we've been dealing with the pandemic university well that's what we've deemed it the things that we have learned go ahead t yes so we're going to talk about pandemic university and i want to give ode to the pandemic university because i believe that this is going to be our last one so it's our last one i know and hopefully a good one for you all And this is definitely something that I feel like I've learned from the pandemic. And hopefully you'll learn or you have learned this as well. So being yourself unapologetically. Ooh, being yourself unapologetically. So There we go. Yes, yes. (laughs) So don't worry about what others say and do and what makes you, you know, feel good. Do what makes you feel good. Um, sometimes we hold ourselves back due to how we think others may feel. And that came for me when I, you know, was starting my business. 
I was concerned about, you know, oh, what is this person going to think? What is that person going to think? And, you know, starting a YouTube channel and people looking at you. But I just had to go ahead and get over that. Um, Definitely had to get over it with this podcast. And I'm so enjoying what it is that I'm doing. And I so enjoy when I'm able to do YouTube videos and put those out and be able to do what it is that I enjoy doing without caring about what somebody else thinks because at the end of the day um most of these people well lots of these people you know I I don't have to wake up and look at them in the morning so it doesn't matter they don't pay any bills here in my house so again it doesn't matter (laughs) and they don't sign my paycheck so again it doesn't matter so you know everybody's gonna have their own thoughts and opinions and you know everybody has those which is fine but you know don't allow somebody else's thoughts and opinions keep you from doing what it is that you want to do because you might have something great in you that you need to share with others and if you allow somebody to take that away then others won't be able to learn and prosper with whatever knowledge that you have Ooh. I could not have said it better myself. Did y'all hear that BFF? That was so good. Be you. That is the best thing you can do is to be you and be yourself unapologetically. I'm struggling with that word too, but it's okay. It's that word. It's just that word. It's the L in there. The L just makes it. Oh, okay. I know, get... but I wasn't ready. Like, yeah, I couldn't there. move my tongue fast enough. <laughs> right and and you know there's so many things like um i think one of the things i've loved about tiktok is that there have been lots of encouraging posts there have been fun posts challenges and all those kinds of things but there have been lots of encouraging videos on tiktok and reels on instagram and facebook and snapchat that take that say things like this to just to be you and don't worry about what other people think like you said you're not paying the bills you're not you're not signing the paycheck baby listen mm it's okay you do you i'm gonna do me right that's right and you know what i think this would be so appropriate to shout out whoever it is that's listening to us in brussels and whoever it is that's listening to us in denmark like we never thought that we would be able to be heard over there so that is amazing so we don't know who you are we would love you know if you wanted to drop by our facebook and interact with us and talk with us we would love to know who you are but thank you so much for listening Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. We have international BFFs. Look at that. So excited. And I'm and you guys have been consistent too. And we are excited to have you in podcast land working with us on the that's what friends do podcast continue to like share follow and subscribe this conversation is going to continue and we're going to continue as long as we are rocking ain't that right T? We're gonna keep oh yeah going. that's yes. right and so i guess today we're gonna be rocking a little deep you know this yes. is a little deeper than we normally go talking about personal lives and personal issues oh yeah we're gonna protect names we have some uh nicknames that we're gonna use yes. we wanna wanna make sure but we're gonna let you guys in a little deeper on the bfs here you guys are gonna dig a little deeper it's gonna be great it's gonna be awesome all right we're getting back into it yeah. we're sharing second point here sharing your opinions 
on the significant other. How truthful should you be? Mm. Now, you know, y'all know, sometimes BFF Nina, and I'm going to say it that way, BFF Nina can say some things and can be a little blunt, you know, a little, you know, how do I say it? not tactful (laughs) and I think that only happens when I've gotten to a point of irritation or frustration now if I'm not in that that headspace and I'm still in the the nice kind headspace I try to say things of course in love and in kindness and still be truthful but you know after a while I'm not gonna tell you again (laughs) you know I'm just gonna say what I have to say right But I think you should be brutally honest. And maybe in the tone in which you say something, because, you know, you can say, you know, something that could be hurtful, but the way you say it, how you come off, you know, your facial expression, maybe it's not through text, because maybe the way, how you communicate it, because there are some things through text that can be mis you know, red, (laughs) like, oh, I didn't mean it that way, but it's not how I meant it at all. When I was typing it, I sounded like this (laughs) in my head, but when I read it on the other side, it sounded like this, and you sounded like you were trying to be whatever, you know, and and I think the, the way you communicate how truthful you are about the significant other can also play a role into that, but I, I always think you should be truthful. I really do. I totally agree with that whole text message, email situation, because, you know, even at work sometimes, you know, things don't come across how, you know, other people mean them to come across. And then you have to, you know, send an email back. And then all of a sudden it was, I didn't mean it that way. That's not how I meant it. Oh, okay. But but did you read it first? (laughs) Right. Did you you read it before you sent it? Like, this has been okay for other people, but what's okay for other people sometimes isn't okay for me. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you have to be very mindful of that. But I think being truthful and being honest is so important about significant others. And as I've always mentioned before, I am a very avid true crime watcher and I don't want to be the person to see things and not say anything and not be truthful just because I feel like my friend is happy I want my friend to be happy if you have friends that have good intentions you know their heart you know they really have your best interest at heart and they really want you to be happy and and okay then you know if I'm being honest with you and telling you about a particular person then you know you might not like what I have to say but nobody's mad because we're really friends and so we don't have to be upset and angry at each other I should be able to tell you how I feel and nobody gets upset I I agree with that like you should be able to say it and I think the only way people get upset is how you say it and if you were intentionally trying to hurt them like that's that like you said that's you you as a friend should know 
your friend well enough. Like T knows me well enough that I can be somewhat sensitive. And so she'll say it and she'll, and there's always a joke behind it. So we can laugh at it. We don't stay serious too long, you know? I don't know any of my friends that where we stay serious that long. Crystal and I, good Lord, we start out serious. And then in 2.5 seconds, <laughs> we're back to laughing and joking. So I think they know humor is a good way to get things across to me, right? And and that's how they kind of handle me. And I love it because then I can receive it in a way that will make it easier to to digest, let me put it that way, easier to digest. And like you said, if you have good intentions and I know you're not, like, there's no reason for Takara to not want me to be happy. There's, I, I don't believe that there's a bone in her body that would allow her to even think that she wants me to not be happy. And I, and I, that's why we're best friends and that's why we're good friends because she values who I am. I value who she is. So when she has something to say to me, I'm going to listen. I'm going to listen now. If I follow it, that's on me. <laughs> Following the advice she gives is on me. But I'm going to listen to the advice because I understand she's coming from a place of love. She's coming from a place of concern. And she's not going to say something that's, that you know, just to be talking. She's not talking just to be talking. That's not Takara. And that's not any of my friends. We're not just talking to be talking. If it's serious enough for her to say something, then I, that means it's, I need to listen. Because she's just not going to just say something just to be saying it. And I appreciate that. And BFFs, you should definitely, you know, have that kind of relationship with your friends where you know they're not just talking to be talking. They are really concerned and they really want to make sure you are okay. So we got to be truthful. We got to be honest. Because y'all y'all have been truthful. And y'all have been honest. <laughs> yeah, you know. Most of the time, but you know, especially if you're asking, that means, you know, I have a friend that says, don't ask questions if you really don't want to know the answer. So, you know, if you're asking me, I'm definitely not going to waste my time telling you, you know, the fluff and what I feel like you want to hear. I'm going to tell you the truth and you might not like it. Yeah, yeah. Because, boy, when, uh, we'll call him He Who Shall Not Be Named. Ooh, we gonna start off with that one first. Yeah, let's go and get that one out of the way. Okay. Y'all, as I look back on my interest into He Who Shall Not Be Named, I'm trying to figure out, and I'm trying to understand where this interest came from and and exactly how I decided that this was someone that I would pursue a relationship with. When I say looking back and I say hindsight is not 2020 because I do not clearly see at all what I was thinking. I cannot pinpoint. I can, I mean, I cannot come up with a reason as to why I pursued this relationship. It is a different perspective. Hindsight at this point is a different perspective. It is, what in the world was I thinking? And as I asked opinions of my friends, 
I'm pretty sure in their minds, they were like, I don't know what you were thinking either. Because <laughs> uh, this ain't it. This this is not it, Mina. This is, he who shall not be named is not it. Oh boy, T, what'd you think? Ooh, I'm of agreement with this one. And, um, you know, I didn't know this one like really, really well. Um, I will say well enough. And it was kind of like from the beginning, he just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. And I was not into him. And, you know, I didn't say anything at first because I wasn't asked. And I didn't, you know, sometimes when you don't really know a person, you you know, you don't really want to say too much because you really don't know how they are. I'm like, maybe he's different um, you know, with her, or maybe he's different somewhere else, but I just, there was just something about him, and I, I normally feel like, and then you can tell me if I'm right or wrong, I normally feel like I get a pretty good reading on people, and a pretty good feeling on people, like, what do you think about that? I have to agree, you, you definitely, your gut is, is something that I rely on sometimes, like when we're out or we're with people, like I'll just look at you to make sure. Cause you know, I'm, I'm the friendly one. I'm, you know, I never meet a stranger. I'm gonna talk to everybody, but I kind of look to T just sometimes to be like, mm, do you think something's off? Cause I want to make sure that I'm not just being crazy, but most of the time, like actually hundred percent of the time you would be spot on if we, if we needed to continue this friendship or not, like you, you would be spot on about people like quick, fast, in a hurry like "Mm -mm, he's giving me um no vibes (laughs) there's something that just doesn't feel right in my soul sometimes and that's kind of how I felt about that person and I remember when Nina asked me about him and I was kind of like telling her but I I ended up telling her which I truly truly meant that she was way too good for him way too good for him and you know I just like she said I don't know you know there was some maybe he said the right things I don't know what he said I wasn't there so I don't know what he said so maybe he said the right things but he he ended up being pretty rough I think and I don't know how much she wants to dive into that or get into that but you know he ended up being not a real savory character is is that what they say he wasn't very savory no he wasn't so he he had a case against him that I did not know about and what he told me was it was a failure to appear because of a traffic ticket okay that I can get over, you know, go get a lawyer, do what you got to do, pay the fine, get, you know, do what you got to do. But it was not for that. He got the traffic ticket because he was pulled over for whatever reason, but he got the failure to appear, you know, they, they arrested him because it was for a robbery with a dangerous weapon case. (laughs) I know I didn't tell you that T. Uh, (laughs) I wanted to get your, your full reaction. (laughs) Whoa, BFF is like, <laughs> you can see my face right now. Whoa, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah I, I, I had no idea. Yeah, I didn't really, I didn't make that public really because I felt 
some type of way about it. And my dumb behind, um, should have dropped him then, but I felt like he, he gave me this like case and his lawyer was talking to me and they were like, this has been a setup. The, the person in the store is lying. He's the one who called 911 when someone was whatever, whatever, whatever. And I was like, oh my gosh, we got to help you because this can't happen. This, you were the one, you're the victim here, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh my gosh, here we go with that bleeding heart, that, uh, fixer mentality. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say you weren't dumb. I was gonna ask, was it that you were trying to fix him? Because you know, sometimes we feel like maybe we can fix people and fix their inner whoever they are. And so I was wondering because you are a person who, you know, you want to help people and you try to help everybody. And so I was wondering if that is where that came from. Yeah, yeah, I was trying to fix him. I, I can guarantee you that I was trying to fix the situation and fix him, make him better, make us better, because if he's better and I'm better, then we can be get better. And oh boy, yeah, we had to let that go after he, this is the, here's the thing, BFFs, um, that's not the reason I, I let it go. The real reason I let it go is because he cheated, but who he cheated with is the person he introduced to me as his cousin and as family. So as a female who had come to my place of residence, you know, as family and, oh, this is your cousin. That's so cool. And she in my face, kiki and ha ha and, you know, oh, hey, Nina, how you doing? Blah, blah, blah. And we're, you know, we're going out to eat together. And I'm, I'm sitting, y'all, I'm so humiliated by that. Sitting at dinners and things of that nature with someone who you were cheating with and yeah so I politely packed all of his stuff and that he had at my place anything that he had at my place I nicely packed it all up and put it like Beyonce said to the left except mine went to the right because that was the side of the door but anyway um yeah (laughs) so you kind of had to sing the song a different way to the right to the right (laughs) everything everything you have is or anything that you had at my place is right there to the right so yeah he who shall not whew, be named. Ooh, he who shall not be named did some. Woo, he was um, he was busy, wasn't he? Yes. Everybody else is gonna sing like a cakewalk after that. Oh <laughs> goodness, I should say him for the end. No, he, we had to get him out. We had to get him out. I had to get him out. <laughs> wow, you know that's something like you would think you would see on like a lifetime movie like you introduce Mm -hmm. somebody as your cousin and you oh my gosh yeah no words no words i have no words for that i just yeah well i'm glad he's gone i think yes oh oh he's gone oh he he is gone i think you are much 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 better without him and you know you were great without him before and you didn't need him bringing you down right so yes bfs uh maybe we'll do a contest of the worst uh boyfriend ever or significant other ever maybe we can do that can you talk my story i'm pretty sure someone probably can i don't know hopefully not because i would not want anyone to have to deal with anything that i went through but you know maybe we'll do that we can make that a thing t I I would love to do that because I know there have been some people out here who have had some 
you know, some rough probably stories about some people they've come in contact with that they probably thought were great. So I think that would be awesome. Well, you guys heard it here. We'll have that out coming uh, soon. I don't know how soon, but coming soon. (laughs) Okay, so uh, let's see who's next. Uh, Next on the bad boyfriend list is, let's go with you T. Who do you think? All right, so let's, um, okay, we'll start with the first one here, the the guy who I made Nina's favorite cookies for. Let's talk about him. Oh my god, yeah. Oh, oh, I'm already mad. I'm already, I'm already <laughs> angry. I'm, I'm already mad <laughs> instantly. Every time I think about my favorite cookie, okay, BFFs, y'all, my favorite cookie is. Well, I have two favorites, but this one is like my favorite favorite. So my favorite favorite cookie is the oatmeal raisin cookie. I love oatmeal raisin cookies. I know people are probably like, whatever. No, I love oatmeal raisin cookies. And if you don't know anything about tea, I need y'all to know something about your BFF Takara. That girl can throw down in that kitchen. I promise you, there has been nothing that she's cooked that I have not just completely devoured. I am the official taste tester. I kind of share my spot with someone, but that's okay. He all right. Uh, but I'm still the official taste tester. Okay. And tea, I mean, from scratch, from scratch, she made some oatmeal raisin cookies. And this dude did not deserve them. Okay, T, you tell me. I, I'm just letting y'all know he didn't deserve them. I deserve those cookies. And and now that we talk about it, she is absolutely right. But of course, then I didn't know. Like, I met this guy at the airport. I was actually dropping my mom off to go home. She had spent um, a few months here with me, and um, he worked there. And at that time, I had probably I think I had swore me off because. I was kind of talking to someone and it just was not working out. And I was like, if this is what men are going to be like and dating is going to be like, just forget it because this is ridiculous to me. And I'm not going to be putting up with, you know, whatever it was that they were trying to dish out at this point. And it it isn't worth it to me. So I'm just going to spend my time alone and you know if someone comes along then great well i thought because i said if someone comes along that maybe the somebody would the someone could have been him but it was not um you know the person was always you know disappearing and i had dealt with that before and that was not something i was okay with so that was red flag number one and yes that was red flag number one but yet and still you know sometimes you just keep going you know i'm sure they come up with some great lie to tell you about where they've been and why they haven't called and you know smooth it over yeah smooth (laughs) it over and you're like oh okay even though in the back of your mind you're like this sounds stupid and I'm sure this is what happened. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> but you want to so believe it, so you just go with me. Yes, we've been there. We've both been there. <laughs> yes. So I'm, I'm sure that that's what I was thinking. 
And so you're like, okay, I'm going to let it slide this time. And the person just, I don't know, they just kept getting worse and worse. And um, finally, the person had kind of disappeared again. And it's funny because you know how you used to get like the little cheap movies, like the DVDs from, you know, Walmart or whatever. I had a couple of those movies that I allowed him to borrow. And all of a sudden, I couldn't hear from him. And I said, oh, I said, well, I tell you what, I called. No answer. You know, send a text message, no answer. And I'm the type of person, I'm not going to chase after you. I'm not going to keep calling or try to, you know, make you talk to me. I'm not that person. So if you want somebody to chase me, you want somebody else because... I, you just be out there looking around and I'll be nowhere to be found so I ended up calling and leaving a message and told him that I didn't even want the movies back he could keep the movies and lose my number and this is why things didn't work out and I didn't want to talk to him anymore and um you know he tried after that but I was done at that point so you know, I had made these cookies and, and Nina was so, she was so disappointed that she couldn't have them. But you know, BFFs, I feel bad. And so I feel like, you know, maybe Nina deserves her own batch of oatmeal rice and cookies. Yay, I do. So maybe, <laughs> maybe, you know, I have to whip her up a batch one day and surprise her so she can have her own and i'll be sure to put them in a nice tin can as well (laughs) yes because you got him a nice tin can i mean a nice like pretty oh my gosh oh he did not deserve those cookies now i'm sure it came from the dollar tree but it it was nice but it was nice it doesn't matter you know the dollar tree is a dollar 25 now yes and i haven't been in there yet but oh my gosh. I hear it is okay. That, sorry, that's completely off topic. Okay, uh, <laughs> who would we who would we be if we weren't off topic? Sometimes, like who would we be? <laughs> exactly. This is exactly how we are. Oh my gosh. Okay, so those are two uh, interesting, very different, <laughs> but interesting stories. Um, so we got our guy who got my favorite cookies. And then we have he who shall not be named. And by the way, Crystals calls him that too. He who shall not be named. And he shouldn't ever, <laughs> ever. Nobody nope. should ever name him. What's funny is for a while there, we said that so much that I actually could not remember his name. We said he who shall not be named for so long. I was like, what was this guy's name? (laughs) Good. Nobody wanted his name brought up anyway. He was just that bad. Oh, my gosh. Okay, okay. You want to go next? I guess. um, (laughs) Let's see. (laughs) Uh, going back and forth now. Oh, let's see. So there was this one person, and this was actually fairly recent. Um, huh, I didn't really get to let you meet him because it was over before it really started. Actually, yeah. uh, uh, the chef—that's what we're gonna call him, the chef. Yeah. And um, oh, man, the chef. It was very interesting because I was not looking for anyone 
uh, my friend and I would go to the Grandover for a brunch. Loved it. Loved the, the grand or breakfast, really. We'd go to the Grandover for breakfast every so often. And he was a chef there. And he always um, made my omelet or my pancakes. Like, I realized that after a couple of times of going that it didn't matter where I was in line or who was supposed to be doing what it was. He would always tell the person, you know, I got this, right? <laughs> and so my friend pointed it out and she was like, uh, you know, he like you, right? Because he only comes over here to cook for your omelet and your pancakes or whatever. And I was like, no, I don't think so, or whatever. She was like, mm, yeah, okay. And then he, let me tell you something, y'all. He, he, uh, he was very easy on the eyes and he had these pretty eyes and that chef coat and chef hat and his food was always good and you know it just we progressed to seeing each other outside of his job <laughs> and um I don't know he just after a while it became a woe is me story and with him he just wasn't I don't know I guess he just wasn't ready I don't know. I, I don't know if he was just wasn't ready for what I offer or what I was what I wanted. But he talked a really good game at the very beginning, and I had a lot of fun with him when we were out. The one thing we did do, and what's the one thing I love to do was eat. Now I will say that he wasn't just like a chef for the grand over. He could he could actually like really cook. Like he he was a chef chef, and. He did get to meet one group of friends. And that is when I realized, because I was like, oh, he's going to be fine. They're going to love him, whatever. He ended up not liking my friends. And I was like, he was like, nah, they're just so, uh, and I was like, they're just so what? I was like, wait a minute. He was like, I don't know if I can be around them. And I was like, uh, no, 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 no. That's not how this works. And instead, and so when I, he was kind of being standoffish at this point. And I was like, what in the world? What are you, what are you doing? Like, I was like, okay, fine. And so we were having a cookout. It was a nice little get together. A lot of people were there having fun. And this is a good group of friends that I have that are from out of town. Step number one, you know, these people don't come here often and you're making this day not good, you know? And then you invited someone on top of that with you that I didn't know was coming to someone else's house because it's not my house in which that friend she was like oh no it's fine it's not it's fine you know I was like I am so sorry but he was having more fun than you were like he was vibing with everybody in the group your friend that you brought was vibing with my friends and you felt like they were pretentious or like stuck up or whatever you want to call them he just felt I don't know it was it was bad it was it was really bad I ran upstairs after a while and just had to get myself together and they came, the girls came up and they were like, you, they were just really honest at this point. They were like, no, you don't deserve this. I, we, we've done nothing to him. We've just tried to talk to him and be cool with him and get a feel for him. And one of the friends, she was like, I'm just going to tell you now, it's a no for me. <laughs> That's exactly what she said. She says, I don't care how good he, how good he looks, how good he cooks. She says, I do not care what. She was like, it's a no for me. She was like, he has completely disrespected you in this situation. Like he's just completely caused you to feel this way. And we're all trying to have fun. She was like, no, it's a no for me. And that situation yeah it was a no after that it was a no I was like wow I 
I really took the time to let you come and see a group of friends that I haven't seen in a while. We continue to talk like through Messenger. We have group chats and all of that good stuff. And you just sat here and told my friends with our crap. Like, what? And you think I'm going to let you meet Crystal and Takara and anybody else? Oh, please. No, sir. It's a no for me. That's too bad. You know, we all we love somebody that can cook. You know, somebody it could be somebody else. I, I, yeah. It wouldn't have to be me all the time. It could be somebody else. But, you know. So are you telling me I need to marry a chef? I need to find someone who likes to cook? You know, like, I hadn't thought about that before. But now that you mention it, that could be, like, really good. I like, bet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, Ron uh, and I can still be the taste testers. <laughs> but you know, we'll get I know. to him later. But yeah, you know, I, I've kind of taken that job away a little bit. Sometimes, you know, I'm just, I just—I don't really have a taste tester anymore. I'm the taste tester. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Still- he's, he's done nothing wrong. He's done nothing I know. Wrong. I know. But I'll still come over and help stir something if you need me to. I have somebody here for that too. <laughs> and then they stir it and then all of a sudden they've made the entire dish. So, <laughs> you know. But oh, I man. do like where you're going with this, you know, getting a chef, marrying a chef. Now he has to be right. Yes. He has to be right. Yes. But I do like the idea. It could be somebody else. Be somebody, yeah, it's gonna be somebody else because it's not gonna be that one. That's done, that's a done deal. Like my friend told me, it's a no for me, it's a no. Ooh. Okay, well, you know, we'll mosey on somewhere else. Mm, yes, okay, so I kind of hope you go to this next one. I, I don't know who you're gonna choose, but uh, uh, <laughs> I hope it's the one I got to sit down and eat the cake and watch <laughs> or the pie. I think we might save that one for last. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay, 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 okay. <laughs> Let's head on over to Mr. Not Ready. Mm, okay. All right. So, yeah, we're going to leave the, the one you got to eat the dessert and watch go down. We'll leave that one till last because that one had so many moving parts to it that, um,. <laughs> I think that would just be better for last. But we'll talk about the one that was not ready. And that particular person, um, I had gone to school with the person, but didn't know the person at all. Um, apparently, they had seen me. I hadn't seen them because I'm just that person. I just sometimes don't pay attention to that type of stuff. And, uh, you know, things progressed well. But again, you know, you start getting those red flags, the not calling when you're supposed to, you say you're going to do something or the not showing up or the, now I have to ask Nina this question. How did you feel the time we were having the cookout and he was supposed to show up and didn't? What were your thoughts? 
So first of all, let me let me just start with the fact that we prepared for his arrival. Okay, we made sure that he, you know, the food that we were gonna have, you know, no allergies. We made sure the outfits were planned because we went looking for that outfit. I mean, we were we we went around like putting the outfit with different pairs of shoes. I mean, we prepared for his arrival, and he just decided not to show up. And I was not happy with because I don't like that. I mean, it's one thing if you had, there's an actual reason to not show up, but to just, and then not say anything. I think that was what, I don't remember him saying anything about it either. I don't remember him saying, hey, you know, something came up. This is what's going on. I'm not going to be able to be there. Okay, we can, we can deal with that. But we had a whole lot of people coming over. Not a whole, whole lot, but it was still a good number of us. It was a bigger cookout than our usual. <laughs> the first one was just the four of us, me, you, John, and David. But then the second one, we invited some other people in, and it was he was supposed to be there so he could meet. That was the whole thing, meeting the friends, right? Yes. That was whole, like the article talked about earlier in our, our, our show, meeting the friends first. That was that whole relaxed environment. We had the the screen with or the house with our um the projector we were gonna play games and it was gonna be epic and fun and he just didn't show up so no I was really upset about that and I didn't like that for you either because it was like I watched that process and I think that's what friends you know when you're with that person you watch the process of how they feel their emotions you don't just see the emotions you see all of it you see your friend get excited and and you know kind of like get a little nervous and you're trying to calm them down oh it's gonna be great it's gonna be awesome and then he not show up like dude this was not just a oh come if you want to come thing this wasn't a open invitation. This was an invite purposeful. This was a purposeful invite for you to come and delve in and get into the mix. And you just, you didn't even say anything. Oh, girl. Mm. Oh, she's let me calm down. <laughs> I mean, I, I know exactly what you mean. I understand what you're saying. And you did get to meet him, but I don't remember how. Do you remember how you even met him? I don't remember how I feel. I'm trying to think, was it we were out somewhere or were we at the house? I don't remember. I don't remember. I do know I met him and I do know of a friend of his. Like I know of someone. him, And I've, and I've seen him through that person in passing, in passing. It wasn't like a scheduled thing, but it was like I saw him through passing. I was like, oh, wait. Now I'm, I'm putting the pieces together. You know this person. So there was another mutual friend for him. And so I was just like, mm, but still, he should have he been there. But obviously he wasn't meant to be there, clearly, now that we look back on it. This is true. And, you know, I, ladies, ladies, let me, let me just pause right here and bring something to your attention. When you're very grown, I mean, grown, grown, I mean, you have kind of like a career, you have things going for yourself, and somebody turns around to you, and they're just as grown as you are, probably about a year growner than you, or more, and they tell you they are trying to start their rap career, run, it's... <laughs> it's <laughs> I you know I don't I have no words like 
what do you mean do you mean you you know i mean if that's something you like to do for fun if that's something that you you know you're actively working on but you actively have other income or something else going on wonderful but you know if if that's kind of all they're doing Mm -hmm. it's not not really fitting into uh you know what i'm trying to do in life as you know i i am a career woman i you know i feel like i have a few things going for myself and you kind of have nothing sort of right it's a no for me that's that's gonna be a no I'm gonna take that from my friend. It's a no for me. Yes, and that, this is another person that I guess was used to being chased. It felt like I might chase them, and I'm like, I'm not chasing you. And the person actually asked me why, and I told him because I don't have to chase you. You know, like you're not the only option that's available like why should i have to chase behind you Mm, mm, that's good right there like you're gonna ask me why i'm not chasing after you first of all are you available to be caught one are you a good catch (laughs) like um i'm not just to be running just to be running the bible says we shouldn't be running just to be running somehow it says that i don't remember exactly where but it's something about that you know you just don't be running to be running Mm -mm. I'm paraphrasing like really paraphrasing (laughs) yeah so you know and and then eventually it did come up that he wasn't ready for a relationship and all that stuff which is fine however don't seek out people when you aren't ready to do things you you want to you want to do things that that are like you're in a relationship but you really don't want to be in one you know if that's not what you want then don't seek out those types of things I'm not you know if you want to date and hang out and say you just want to date cool do that but don't make it seem like you're trying to be exclusive with someone or you you know you really really want to get to know that person and then turn around and be like I'm not ready because if you would have told me that up front, I would have likely handled things a lot differently than what I did. Exactly. Yes, yes, yes. And I think that is the key, like your intentions. If you're in, and that's, you know, it's funny. I never really put it together, but that's exactly why most fathers and, you know, friends, and they ask that question, what are your intentions with my friend or my daughter or my niece or whoever it is I'm talking or my nephew or my son like what are your intentions because if you intend nothing or you have no intentions or your intentions are bad or misleading then yeah no it's a no for me you're you're gone right don't sit there under the guise that I want a long term or I'm looking for a goal of you know marriage and long you know long life with someone when you know that's not what you want, when you know that's not what you're trying to do, like just be upfront. Let me make the decision myself. Let don't make that decision for me because that's ultimately what you're doing when you're pretending to be someone that I want because you know that because you want something else, and then that's not what you want. Like that's 
that's ridiculous. And that is ultimately just the, the worst thing you can do to a woman is just hold on to her because you want something from her when there's someone out there who wants to give her something and be that person for her. Yes, and, and ladies or whoever, gentlemen, whatever, don't allow to, uh, someone to hold on to you and they're not the right person just because somebody else, you know, says that they, that you're the person they want. But if they're not showing that and they're not giving you those vibes and you can't feel that from, them, from that person, don't allow that person to keep hanging on to you because I'm sure you're missing out on something even better. And that brings me to ask you, Nina. Now, I know you did get to meet him. So personality-wise and things like that, I don't think it was like bad in that area i don't know if i ever really got your thoughts on that well you know he went around a lot enough for me to you know he he was in and out and he didn't show up to things so that we could really have great conversations but from what i was able to do i felt like he was a pretty decent person um i felt like he was okay and I felt like he was you know um and I, based on his the other friend that I knew he had you know I felt like okay this this might be a really good person um I do remember talking to his other friend about him and I he was like ah uh, he even said he was like I don't know what he wants I don't know if he knows what he really wants and I was like oh so we we, we have someone to to tell me that you don't know what you really want this might be an ongoing trend right but what I'm excited about is that we have you know I have this thing where you know I, I don't play baseball <laughs> so you know yes. ain't no three strikes out with me <laughs> it's like you might get the two and I and I get it giving people a chance and you know give people you know chances to you know make things right but maybe they make things right with someone else I, I just can't keep giving you chances like I I think that's a waste of my time and if you haven't learned the lesson by then by the second time it's like go learn it to someone else <laughs> like yeah maybe you do better for someone else you know and, and it's just not for me so I think for him I felt like he was a pretty decent person but it's just not ready yeah definitely a good yeah. name for him the not ready one <laughs> yeah and I will say um to kind of end this story when the person did feel like they were ready <laughs> what normally happens is and what happens in this case was he was too late. Yeah, day late and a dollar short. <laughs> I don't even know where I got that saying from. Se se several dollars. Well, you know, it was a book. It was oh, a book. it was a book. Mm -hmm. <gasps> You're right. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes this brain of mine. Hey, mm. it happens. <laughs> yeah, it was Terry McMillan. Yeah. A day late and a dollar short. Gotcha. Okay. I was like, I know I got that from somewhere. <laughs> In this case, I think it was several dollars short. <laughs> a couple, and, uh, several days late. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> maybe some months, months and years, probably. years I, like I don't maybe. Know. Yeah. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Okay. Um. Okay. I guess it, is it my turn now? Yeah, we're gonna bounce it back over to you. I think this is your last one. It's so funny because you're bouncing it back, and we call him the rebound. Oh wow! Oh my goodness, you bouncing back. He is the rebound, and and by rebound, I think it was my rebound. So after the guy, um, the he who shall not be named, um, 
after that relationship, I ran into someone else that I met and he seemed really cool, um, really nice. Um, Not my typical go for guy, you know, but he just showed me, um, I don't know, he showed me something that I had been missing in that last relationship, which was a mutual regard for my feelings and, you know, me not always feeling like I have to be the fixer. Like I could be feminine around him like really like let my hair down and just be a female like be who I want it to be in a relationship and not have to be the strong one you know all the time not always have to be the one making decisions not always you know and I don't mind making decisions y'all know that y'all know I don't mind taking control or I won't say control taking charge mm-hmm. that's what we'll say I we'll think call you said it, it right control. the first time but you can oh. say it however you want <laughs> whatever uh so taking charge I don't mind doing those things but I when I don't want to do it I really don't want to do it so he kind of came in like a whirlwind um after this breakup this horrible breakup between me and he who shall not be named um and, and still not ever be named right not ever to be named I wish I could remember his name so he can't be named because I don't remember his name. do but I'm not gonna even put that back in your mind <laughs> Like, oh gosh, okay, go there. And I feel like I knew it like a couple weeks ago. That's the sad part. Wow, she said a couple <laughs> weeks ago. <laughs> BFFs, do you have people like this that remember somebody's name like a couple weeks ago and now they just have no idea? I, I, mm, mm. okay, well, anyway, so Rebound comes along and it's, <laughs> it's funny because you know, I at this point. I don't trust my judgment. I don't trust me. So you're going to meet the people that I need you to be like, not immediately, but real close or real soon, sooner than four to five months. So it was a birthday celebration, I think for me or somebody's birthday. Was it my birthday? It might've been my birthday. I think it was your birthday. It was yeah, your birthday because most of the people that were there besides him were there for you. Right. Of course, of course, of course. Right. Um, so was, I think it was like a, it was a restaurant um, here, here in town. And um, he came in, it was a good number of people here there. It was that, I think it was the one year that um, I had like just about everybody there for this birthday, which was absolutely amazing. Everybody in town anyway. And um, he comes, I think, and, you know, I think everybody was just kind of taken aback <laughs> because they just, it was, it was like an odd pairing. And I think it was odd because they noticed who he was, like how he came off and then how I was. He was sweet. He was nice. They just didn't see the the mix, I guess. They didn't see the actual, like the connection. Like what, what, what connection are you making with this person? <laughs> I don't want to say. Um, and as they kept talking and I think he left at some point, he had to leave because then they just, woof, my friends just really let loose and uh, say, uh, ma'am, um, like, I, I know you're going through some things right now, and I understand that you're trying to get back on the wagon, but uh, this ain't it either. <laughs> Ooh, okay. <laughs> now, I will say, now, I don't believe that I was one of the ones that let loose too much. No, 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 no. 
No. And, I, and it wasn't bad. It wasn't a let loosing of like, they, they just really were like brutally honest, which is what we talked about earlier. They were just honest, like in their first impression and how we interacted. They were like, well, one person, I do remember this. And I'm so glad I remember this. One um, of my, of the friends that were there, um, that was there, uh, she pulled me to the side and she was like, I just don't think you're comfortable around him. Like you're not your usual self when he was here. You were real timid and very, you know, she was like, you just weren't you, like the Nina that we know. And I looked at her and I was like, I remember, I do remember this. I looked at her and I said, you thought that I wasn't moving the way I normally move? She was like, yeah, Nina, you're very expressive and very, you know, animated. And you were very timid and kind of a little, you know, reserved while he was there. And I was like, hmm, I didn't catch that in that moment. And what's funny is when I think back on it, again, different perspective, when you look back, I was slightly reserved when I was around him I wasn't my usual self (laughs) whatever that is the animated self the theatrical self you know and that's interesting so I guess that makes me think like you know what was it were you like uncomfortable around him or was it something else I you know I can't remember at this point I wish I would have delved into that back then so I could remember but I do think that I felt like I couldn't be all of me like I do I do think I felt like I couldn't be the most like authentically all of me like he can take me in doses but he's he's not like y'all who can just take me as I am okay well see that's another reason yeah Mm. that's another reason why you had to leave the rebound where it was because we want you need to be able to fully be yourself all Mm -hmm. of the time right you just said it earlier in our pandemic university the unapologetically I have to say that slow we're gonna get that word right before this episode is over because I I highly doubt it for me (laughs) two people that can't get that word right like you know what I'm gonna look up a synonym and we'll just use that instead I'm I'm just gonna be me without apologies (laughs) sounds great oh goodness but you're right you're right and I think it was too close as well. It was too close to um, the relationship. I don't think I gave myself a chance to really heal from him who shall not be named. I think I gave myself, I said, you're not crying over this. You're not, you know, he's not worth your tears. You've already given so much of yourself to him. You're not going to give any more to him. And I didn't realize then, because I was young. I was in, we, were, we were in our 20s, um, like early 20s at that point. Um, I mean, he, um, I didn't realize that that healing wasn't about him. It was about me in that moment it it, that it wasn't me crying over him it was me releasing the anger and the pain and anything that I felt that would affect me forgiveness is really for you it's not really for the other person you don't need anyone's permission to forgive them you don't even have to tell them that you forgive them you can forgive someone and move on and be okay and truly like and you know truly get over it and, and and move forward so I think I didn't take the time to do that and so the rebound, I became very timid, I guess, and just, you know, and then the, the kicker was when we went out to this other restaurant, I was like, okay, let me, we went out on another date um, and we went to this Mexican place and who y'all, I think I was done when I, it was just the way he was eating. I just, it, it was slightly embarrassing, just slightly maybe fully maybe fully embarrassed I was like looking at him like are you gonna 
in public. I mean, it was messy. And the Mexican food is already messy because it's the beans, the rice, the sour cream, the all that stuff that comes on that plate that you want to make the little, you know, wrap with or taco with or whatever it is you're doing. So I was just like, sir, that's that's just not cool. I, and then, and I'm not saying that's what did it, but I am saying that it didn't help. <laughs> did I say? It's bad when somebody's eating habit can mess up a whole relationship. But you know what? Sometimes people have flaws. And everybody's going to have flaws no matter who it is that you're with or whatever. The thing about it is, can you get over whatever it is that is the flaw of that person? Like, can you deal with it? And clearly, messy eating is just not for you. And that's okay. And, you know, and I will share this, and I haven't shared this with anyone before. After some years, I did um, try to revisit this person. Um, I did. But then I was the one who was too late, right? And so I know how that feels. But at the, and I I told him at the time, you know, I was like, I just got out of a really bad relationship but then by the time I was ready to either even consider maybe trying again, you know, it, I was too late, which is fine. You know, it's fine. I just, you know, you never know. You never know unless you ask, you know, I won't go tell my, I wasn't going to tell myself no. So if that was the case, you know, he could tell me no and that's okay. But I said, you know, let's, let's, let me see if there's something still there, you know, because well, he was I, a good person. Yeah. I applaud you for that because if it were left up to me I'd be like oh well uh you know I'll probably be told no so I'm just not gonna try I'll just uh, yeah. move on I don't know what it was I just felt like I think it's because we, we, well we both got older and I just you know I thought about it I was like hmm I wonder now you, were you hoping when he got older that he would eat differently or were you <laughs> BFFs, get your BFFs to Carl. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, I'm just wondering because I mean, I don't know. You know, hopefully he had gotten older and his eating habits had changed. Or maybe, you know, I don't know. Do you feel like you could have? Now, is that something that somebody can fix? I, you I like do to be know a what, I, with a little bit of um, etiquette and training, I think so. Uh, <laughs> you are hilarious. <laughs> what? I just, I mean, <laughs> I know, inquiring minds. Well, I'm pretty sure somebody out there was asking the same question. Now, it's his eating habits still going to be the same. Is she going to be able to do it the second time around? <laughs> I, and, then, and now you're older, so when you're older, you're less, you know, you don't tolerate as much. No, you know, you like, you may say <laughs> something this time, you know, like, get your fork, or stop eating like that. You know, I, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't, how do you break but I don't know. That's a hard habit to break because I'm sure he's been eating like that for a long, long time. Oh, wow. Uh, and I don't know. Maybe it was it's because it was Mexican. Maybe it was because of what we were eating. <laughs> Did you have tried pasta or... Um... Yeah, you know what? Maybe we would have to try out some other things to see how those things... Yeah, maybe something with a, a rice. They're pretty small. 
you know, so it, it might not be as messy. I don't, I, what do you eat that's not messy? That Ew. wouldn't be messy. Because, like, it sounds like this person, like, a sandwich or pizza. It sounds like that wouldn't work out. Oh, gosh. So, <laughs> like, where do you take somebody that really doesn't have any etiquette skills or know how to eat? Like, where do you? Mm-hmm. I think that's a great question. That is a great question. Ah, uh, we have to. We're gonna have to delve into that. Oh my gosh! Ah, uh, you know what? This sparks another challenge for me. Um, mm-hmm. Worst date experiences. Ooh, yeah. I like. I want to hear what our BFFs have to say about that. Yeah. Worst yeah. date experiences, like, or like the craziest thing that like is your pet peeve. Like, it, it just ticks you off. Like, what is the smallest yeah. thing that could be like? Who that just it just gets me? It yeah. just gets to me, right? Like, or like your craziest date, like the mm-hmm. worst date you've been on, or something. I don't yeah. know. That could be. Yeah, funny. we have to definitely do that. All right, BFS, we got another challenge coming. Um, don't know when, but it's coming soon. Oh yeah, we'll be talking about it. I, these are a couple of things that we definitely need to get on the books. I think this would be fun. Yes. It would be fun. Now, I can't wait to hear from our BFFs. Maybe some in, someone in Denmark or someone in Brussels and across the United States because we have lots of listeners across the, the states here. So we're excited. Oh, that's exciting. Okay, so the rebound didn't work out, obviously. So yeah. we'll bounce it back over to T to close us out on the... Which one is he? Pop-up. He's the Ooh, pop-up. The pop-up. I love it. Oh, I don't know that I've ever had anyone that has eaten like the one Nina had. So I don't I don't have that story. I'm sorry. I can't, you know, it won't be as good. But I will tell you kind of about the pop-up. I met the pop-up uh, when I lived in some apartments. Um, not in the same city I live in now, but a city that's not too far away. And I met this person at the mailbox because they also lived in the same apartment. And when I met the person in the mailbox or at the mailboxes, I should have left the person at the mailboxes. Um, This person turned out to be, oh, oh my goodness, ladies, this person turned out to be now this I'm not being funny when I say this, but this person actually turned out to be somewhat of a stalker. Oh, she's not lying about that one. I it, can attest to it. Yeah, in real life. And that's kind of why we call this person the papa. <clears throat> because he really did kind of turn out to be a stalker. Um, And so, you know, he would just kind of pop up. You know, I moved and you know how you try to break something off with someone and you're like I'm not talking to you anymore and they just keep coming back you know and you're like ugh and it's kind of like my parents came and he like forced himself to meet my parents and that didn't go all that well either I mean it went okay but my mom was like I know what my daughter likes, and this is not the person. Oh, we so, love your mom. <laughs> so, yeah, so um, she knew that wasn't going to work out. And, you know, I don't know about anybody else in BFF land out here, 
but I don't want to date somebody that I can just walk all over. Like, you know, I, I can be, I'm not a mean person by any means, but I think sometimes, you know, like, I need to be able to work with the person. I'll put it that Yes. Way. Yes, I know what you mean. Yeah. And um, so I'll say this for the person. I ended up meeting his parents and his sister, and they were all really nice. But I'll tell you something that I, I really remember when I was at their house. And the dad had this candy jar. And he said, let me see the candy jar. And he took the candy jar, and he took all the candy out. And he turned it upside down while it was empty. And he told me, why are you talking to him? This is what he has to offer you. I should have listened then. He was telling me, it was actually his stepdad. He was telling me. But this person kept showing up, popping up at my house, calling me all the time, blocked the number they would get another number, call me from another number. I would answer. The cycle would start all over again. I mean, I had moved on at this point. So, um, I want to ask Nina, I, what, how did you, what did you think about this person's personality? Well, let's see. Where do I start with this person's personality? Um, it was very dry to me. Is very just, I don't know. I feel like he tried so hard to be something that we didn't know what he wanted. Like you didn't know. You didn't know what he wanted to be and who he wanted to be. And I felt like he just was, um, he always fed off of whatever was going on in the room. Like he was never his own person. So if everyone is sort of, you know, being funny or whatever, then he tried to be humorous. And if, you know, if we're all telling sad stories, then he's going to tell a sad story. It's like, anyway, the wind blows. <laughs> That's a book title too, actually, I think. Um, anyway, the wind blows. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I think it is. I think it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's how he like kind of moved, you know? It was like, I don't really know what, what kind of person he really was other than, I know he really wanted to be with Takara and he was going to try to be or do anything he could to be with you. And it just, and at some point when you're first looking at that, you're like, oh, okay. Oh, wow. He's willing to, you know, sacrifice and do these things and da da da. da. And then you realize, hmm, this is not okay. Not the way you're doing it, honey. It's just not okay. Um, it just, it became a little concerning the things that he would do when you didn't even ask him to do these things. Yeah, and concerning is an understatement. I think it was like borderline almost crazy kind of. And I mean, maybe this person went out and bought a ring and asked me to marry them and I told them no. So, you know, (laughs) the person just kept coming back so he kept buying a lot of things yes so one day the person actually showed up to my home and it was raining outside I believe and this is Nina I believe this is Nina's favorite story and I absolute favorite my absolute favorite story 
I was in my home. I had my door open and my screen on my um, outside door was down just at the top because that's how my door is made. And of course it was locked. And this person showed up to my home and wanted to come in and I would not let this person in. I wouldn't let this person in. I didn't want to talk to this person. I'm sitting in my living room. I'm watching TV. I'm like, well, um, if you're going to talk, then you're going to stand there and talk because I'm not letting you in. It had gotten to the point that I think I had gotten a little bit fearful of this person. But I never let the person know that I was kind of afraid of them. I made them think that I was just as crazy as he was. So he thought I was nuts, which was fine. You know, you show up at my house unannounced and you want me to come outside. So I probably shouldn't even be saying this on here, but I'm going to say it anyway. So I take out the biggest pair of scissors that I have and put them in my back pocket. Because if you try to drive off with me, we're going to have some serious problems. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We were going to have some real serious problems. Because, <laughs> you know, as we stated before, with, on the episode with Crystal, go back and listen to it. I know the cars. I know I know your face. <laughs> I, know, I know a lot about you. So she coming missing, baby. We know where to start. Well, I'll tell you this. It definitely wouldn't have gone down without a fight because the person was insane. So <laughs> he's standing outside on my front porch talking and pleading to come in. And I'm like, nope, I'm not letting you in. Nope. This is not happening. And Nina happens to stop by. <laughs> oh, we're getting to the good part. Matter of fact, I knew Nina was coming, actually. And I had been sitting home waiting on her to get here. But it seems that that person showed up first. So Nina pulls in her normal spot in the driveway. Mm-hmm. Which, mind you, this person also tried to buy me a car that I would not take Mm -hmm. so this is how crazy this person is so um Nina shows up she parks in her usual spot and she walks next to him on the porch and I get up and I unlock the door and I let Nina in and I close the door and I lock it back and I leave him outside Mm -hmm. and (laughs) Nina's like oh this is gonna be good she was like, this is going to be great. And we used to sit around and watch movies all the time mm-hmm. in the summer. Yes, and I did. think that that was her entertainment that day. Yeah, Nina we went, Netflix. Mm-mm. Nina went and got, I made a key lime pie. Yes, key lime. With whipped cream topping. Mm-hmm. And Nina went and got a slice of pie. Mm-hmm. And sat on the couch and put her legs up and just watched the entire thing unfold. <laughs> ooh, better than any reality TV show I could have ever seen, honey. That was ooh, front row seat. <laughs> so, like, what did you take from that whole situation since you were watching as a spectator and not actually part of it? Well, one, I was really actually very proud of you for not giving in to him or caving into him because I knew that there was a small slight sense of fear just because it was starting to become too much. Even I was getting fearful. And I think I started coming over more because of that. And, you know, because you had said before, you know, he just showed up and I was like, mm, 
we're not about to do this. We're not, we, we're not about to continue to have these pop-ups like this, sir. And I didn't know he was going to, I didn't know he was there. I don't think I, yeah, I don't think you were able to tell me he, he was there yet because I was on my way and I knew I had gotten slowed down because of the rain and all that good stuff and my usual, you know, nonchalantness and just no concept of time self <laughs> so that's true bffs now you need Dina to be somewhere be somewhere on time you gotta you gotta give me some you gotta tell me enough time yeah because uh, i'm gonna find i don't know what it is i find something to do but anyway um i just remember like coming in and i was like looking at him because when i saw him standing outside i was like i was in the car i said i gotta get myself together because this is about to be funny so i remember sitting in the car for a little just like a, like 30 seconds just like oh boy oh okay i'm gonna get in the house should i go through the garage and you i said no i'm gonna go through the front i, I chose violence that day because <laughs> you could have let me in through the garage through the side door you really could have because mm-hmm. i mean i i mean i had I, at that point, I still had a key, so I could have gone in through the side and not caused it. No, I was like, no, let's go through the front. So I go in there. I was like, hi, how are you? And I walk right on in. She closed <laughs> the door. I said, yes, what you, you're right. I said, this is about to be good. This is this is about to be real good. I said, ooh. And I know I yelled out. I think I yelled out to you. We still got pie. We got that pie, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whipped cream, sat in my favorite chair, cozied right on up, put my legs up, and sat there and watched it unfold, y'all. Let me tell y'all something. She was not budging, and I wasn't gonna let her budge. I was not gonna let her budge. I wasn't because this was starting to become crazy. Like, dude, she has told you she's done, she's over it, she's ready, she's moving on, and here you go. And the funny thing is that he thought buying you things was going to buy your love, and that is what I did not like. She don't need you to buy anything for her. That's what she got me for. Okay, that's what she has me. We're, we buy stuff for each other. We don't need you to do that. That's not how that works. Like. And then, like, yeah, trying to purchase the car, put the car in your yard. First of all, try to put it in my spot. That was that was step number one. Okay. Yeah. Had the car in my spot, and yes, I do have a spot. Okay. And it, I didn't like how he continued to just be so adamant, and not adamant in a way that made you feel okay. It was adamant in a way that made you feel uneasy and just not, just not okay. And I remember you telling me about how, what his stepdad said about the whole bowl and he emptied it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, because who we, yeah, we, we should have listened then <laughs> when you told yeah. me that. Yeah. And, you know, and now, you know, looking back on certain things, even after that, Nina, I don't know if you kn- knew or know anything about it, but I have gotten... Um, not anything you know as of lately in the last few years but um i used to get um text messages of his daughter he used to send me now this is of course not my kid so why are you sending me text messages of your kid um text messages of like you know if he was working or got a truck or whatever and I'm like why does this person keep bothering me and I went to the extent of when things were sent to me I don't even and wouldn't even respond to those things because I didn't want that cycle to start all over again and it had gotten to a point where when I was 
you know, trying to break things off with that person. The person asked me, well, why did you talk to me? And I was like, because I was bored and I didn't have anything else to do. And so... Just trying to get rid of you. Just go away. (laughs) You know, and like, ladies, that's another thing. Or anybody, if you, if somebody is making you feel uneasy, like, go with that thought process. Go with that feeling if they make you feel uneasy. And don't do anything that, you know, you normally wouldn't do just to try to appease somebody or you think they're gonna stop I think it would probably make it worse yeah yeah it would make it worse and I I hate that I hate that there was a slight fearfulness there because it it was a little scary at times you know the pop-ups the the wanting you to do this and wanting you to do that it just it was just like "Mm, I just I don't like it and just I'm so glad that situation is over and that he finally moved on and let that go yeah me too me too I mean it even got to the point this person looked up something about me and knew I was getting married and sent me a message about it and I'm like how do you even know where like a registry or where I had been you know anyway and it I ugh and again, I didn't respond because I didn't want anything to do with that person. But just to know that somebody is like watching you or like watching what you're doing, it's not, you know, it's not an easy feeling. So I, I hope he's not bothering anybody else now, but thank God he's no longer bothering me. Yes, praise the Lord. He is no longer bothering you or us. (laughs) Yes. Okay, so we started with a bang, right? And then we ended with a bang. (laughs) Yes. Um, Yeah, out of those two, I think those are both scary um, situations. Yeah, they were scary situations. Because when I think about it, like, wow to hide that kind of charge or you know that kind of thing and and to be that adamant about someone that you you scare them that's that's a lot as I mean as women and as people in general we go through a lot and I think people don't realize the things that they do that cause harm um and it doesn't always have to be physical harm it could be mental emotional it could be financial harm um Mm -hmm. yeah like it could be anything like just whoo that was a lot so I think, in conclusion, (laughs) to all of this, my opinion is that your friends are somewhat kind of your first line or maybe second line of defense. Your gut should be your first line of defense. Your gut, your, your intuition should be your first line of defense. But your friends can be your second line of defense when it comes to a significant other. And those friends should be open, honest, truthful, in love so that you can receive what they have to say and make the best decisions about, you know, your life moving forward with this person. Um, and I think I'm grateful for my friends to have been honest with me when I ask, and even when I don't, because <laughs> I don't think I asked David. I think David just let me know. And he, he told you guys on the podcast when he had to go pick up my car because of a situation with that guy, he 
who shall not be named. Um, he was like, Mm-mm, that's not it. He's not it. Let it go. <laughs> and, um, and I, and I appreciated that. I appreciated him for being honest with me and, and letting me know and letting me come down off my relationship high. That's what I like to call it, where I'm not thinking about the, the details of what's happening. I'm not seeing the small things that keep happening that allow me to see red flags. I keep, or justifying them. You know, I'm justifying them because I want to make it work, right? Yeah. Oh, yes. So. I know, but sometimes, you know, us as friends, we can see if someone's like dragging our friend down or, um, you know, not being what they should be to our friends. Or, you know, I can't, I can't stand a user. I can't stand a, you know, somebody that goes after somebody because they feel like, you know, they can benefit off of that person and they're just dragging that person down and that person started off with like so much and had so much potential to do certain things and then they just let this person just drag everything out of them. You're right. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that one, because in the part of that's the part that I have to be careful of, um, because I I can be very generous and I can be very um, giving and and give to, you know, no end. Like I just of course, of course, I can help you. Of course, I can do this, you know, just wanting to be helpful. Um because that's just, I mean, my, I just, I don't know where I get that from. I think I get, I think I do know. I get it from my, my mom and my dad. They're very giving people as well. But I just, I had to be careful with that. And I'm glad I have friends who will see. Mm, he's not doing it for your best interest. He's doing this because he of what he can get from you. Yeah. And, you know, I can be a gi- I think I'm a giver also. But I... I'm a giver and I'm like, listen, now I'm not going to keep giving. Now, you know, you, I gave to you, you know, what happened to X, Y, and Z? Or if I'm giving to you, I'm trying to help you in the process so that you don't get back in that situation. We're not going to keep having this loop, you know, so people might think that I'm kind of, you know, like, man, she's not really a giver, but I am. But don't keep making the same mistakes and then coming to me to clean up everything. I'm not that person. Right, right. And and I, I understand that. And that's the thing. People always try to, I always tell people, if you come to me beforehand, we can avoid the mess. <laughs> like, come to me beforehand so we can avoid it. But, and I do try to fix. And I, I don't know, I'm still a fixer. I'm, I'm working on it, BFS. I'm working on it. <laughs> I have to realize that I can't fix every situation for every person all the time. You know, we, we have to put on our, our big girl and big boy pants and, and do the work that we need to do to get what we need done. Yeah. Right? But uh, that's, yeah, so th- that's us. That's that. Those are the the past. A few, yeah, most of the past. <laughs> uh, yes. Some didn't make it, but uh, we're gonna keep going on. Well, yeah. all the ones we talked about today didn't make it. Yeah, none of these made it. Mm. Yeah. They no. didn't make it. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> so BFFs, listen. Um, the good, the bad, and the ugly. It's okay. You have your friends there to help pick up the pieces and keep you moving forward. Um, so moving forward, of course, you know what we like to do at the end of every podcast. We like to spotlight and highlight um, a Black-owned business or a business in general. Um, uh, today's highlight comes from the project. 
Custom Works and it's owned and operated by Eric Jones and yours truly, Nina Sumter. We're partners in this new venture. Uh, we specialize in construction and um, <clears throat> in renovations and house maintenance. So uh, go on over to Facebook or to Instagram and look for the project. Uh, you can email us at theprojectcustomworks at gmail.com. Uh, you can also just find me at the podcast because I'm one half of the business. So uh, let us know how we can help service your home needs. Okay. Let us know what we can do to help you. Um, Eric is a great person. He is an awesome contractor. He does amazing work. Um, I have not seen anyone who can paint or lay a floor as well as he does. I don't do any of those things, so you don't want me doing any of those things, but I will set it up for you and I will make sure that you get the work done. Okay. So join us, uh, the project custom works again by Mr. Eric Jones and myself, um, the project custom works at gmail.com for all of your house needs. I don't know. See, you need something done at the house. (laughs) I probably need a lot of stuff done at the house, but you know, we just, Take it in stride. I have someone here who's good at that kind of stuff, but you know, I'm not gonna go there. Not well, you know, there. Eric says that most people who do work on houses don't really want to work on their own, and and that's true. But I, okay, I will be honest. And sometimes, like, if I feel like he has never like done that particular project before, I'm like, well, go try it somewhere else first. <laughs> and then we'll, we'll see how that go. Then you, you come back over here if oh, it works really? out over there. So um, we haven't done anything around here yet. But I have some things that I, I want to do. We've looked into, but we'll see. Yeah, well, keep us in mind. <laughs> we'll do. We'll Oh, BFFs, I hope you guys have had fun. I hope you've been able to laugh and be shocked and surprised at some of the things we've been through, but also understand that meeting the friends is an, is an important part of your journey in relationships. It's been an important part for me. So uh, join us in two weeks for our next podcast. You guys have been great. A uh, shout out again to the people in Belgium and Denmark. Thank you for joining us, our international BFFs. Look, you guys, BFFs in the USA, we have some international national bfs yes okay. yes and a shock is an understatement like right like bfs like i want you to know that i had a few shocks today myself like it was some things i didn't even know that i got shocked about yes so, yes yes you know <laughs> woo. All right. Make sure you like, share, subscribe, and follow us on all major social media platforms. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and an upcoming YouTube channel. Um, share with us and tell us what you enjoyed, what you liked, what you want to know more about. We might delve into some more details. Who knows? All right. Um, and then just continue to just join us and stay with us. Let us know what you want us to talk about. All right. Yeah. And, we'll- and you know, be looking out for those uh, contests and things that we're going to be doing i think those things are going to be so much fun yes we can't wait to hear from all of you all right guys it's been real we'll see you in two weeks thanks for following us on the that's what friends do podcast bye bffs bye bffs